1: welcome to the hearts entwined podcast this is your host lynn smith the queen of hearts and today i've got andrea Steigler. garisha is that pronounced right
2: (laughs) yes perfect yeah thank you (laughs) yes it's a hard german name
1: (laughs) i always get a bit worried when i have a foreign name to try and pronounce whether i'm going to pronounce it right and andrea she is a orgasm coach amongst a lot of other things that she's an expert in. But primarily, we're going to be talking about um, how to create an orgasmic lifestyle today. So what I thought would be great would be to get Andrea to talk about what's led her to actually be doing what she's doing today. You tell us a bit about yourself, Andrea. Thank
2: you very much for for your invite to be here and and share my is uh, with you and uh, with all the listeners and uh, it was not a direct uh, path for me you know I, it was really baby like, like a roller coaster way. and uh, uh, basically I was economist and, and uh, I was working in a banks and also in, in different projects and uh, uh, with, the, with the government and, and in the corporate world and somehow I, uh, I got the point when I, when I was uh, burnt out. And this is, this was the moment when, when my, my deep inner journey started, even though it started when I was a teenager, when I was uh, very sick, but uh, my deep uh, uh, self work uh, around my, myself, my femininity and sexuality just started when I was 30 and, uh, and I, um, uh, Basically, I didn't realize that uh, I had any problem with my sexuality. But then, then when I I, uh, I started to dive deep, then I re- realized that uh, that a lot of traumas happened with me in my childhood, and I was carrying in my body, and somehow uh, uh, the my orgasmic capacity was uh, was uh, was also and I, I went into a very. Um, uh, different kind of uh, situations, and sometimes I was completely shut down. And uh, this was also the uh, the reason why I was looking for a solution to have a kind of like balance uh, around my sexuality. And uh, I was very uh, masculine, so I became, you know, in the corporate world, I was uh, I became very masculine. And uh, somehow I had a inner fight because I didn't feel okay. And this was also a kind of like seeking journey how can i find my inner balance and how can i find my harmony in my life so this wow. is my story in that <laughs> nutshell
1: so w- at what age did you sort of um, start your healing journey and sort of start to realize that you know that you've got these issues that needed to be resolved
2: i was 30 so it was
1: 17 years ago right so it was, it was at that age that you actually even realized It wasn't when you was older and you look back and it started at 13, it was actually the age of 13 you actually had these realizations. Wow!
2: Yes, yes, yes. Yes, because previously I was, uh, when I was a teenager or when I was young, uh, I was raised in a Christian family so uh, my my parents didn't talk about uh, sexuality, or how can I behave? And and uh, and I had no much boyfriends around, or guys were not around me. So I was I was nineteen when when first I had a um, sexual connection, and it was a, an abuse. And then I started to to also yeah, it was earlier. Yeah, thank you for your question. And now it, now I can realize that I started a little bit early. Earlier, just this big uh, shift in my life started uh, uh, was, was when I was 30. And uh, so when I was 19, I started to do this. And then for a few years uh, with, with a boyfriend, I that I'm okay with my sexuality again and I, to, to, to do my, my deeper work. Then on the way I realized that, um, and this was a really, really big shock for me that uh, I had a lot of therapy on this and I, I could talk about this, uh, this trauma when I was 19 but nobody told me that uh, I should have something before so it it was a kind of like like impact of my childhood traumas
1: wow okay so what is it you actually do now that you realized on your healing journey you know as a main part of what you've learned yourself with your clients that you work with around you know how to create an orgasmic lifestyle
2: yeah, it's um, it's very interesting because then until we are not okay with our body, we are have some shame in our body. We are disconnecting. We cannot uh, enjoy the pleasure, and even even uh, we don't know how to enjoy. We don't know how to relax. We don't know how to get out of our mind, and uh, we cannot relax in the bed. Uh, we uh, we don't uh, we have low self esteem. That uh, it means that something is um, is fighting inside of us because we are desiring, right? We always desire um, uh, an amazing, orgasmic, pleasurable um, um, uh, experiences, and uh, this is what I found that that what is holding us back are uh, these kind of experiences from our past when we learn that female pleasure is, it doesn't matter or it's not as important as, as for, uh, for men or um, we don't deserve to feel OK, feel uh, fulfillment in our body or radiate because we, uh, we, uh, we are labelled as slut and, and so on. So that's why uh, it's very, very important to, uh, to focus on what, is, what we are desiring, you know, that what is there and bringing into, uh, and not put uh, in our future, bringing it to uh, the present moment. And uh, in the present moment, we can be when we are connected with our body. And if I have some trauma, then I am disco- uh, disconnected from my body. So this is how we need to kind, kind, uh, dig deeper, what happened, what our body is holding, what is the, the blueprint of the, uh, the old memories, and then we can transform it and shift it, then uh, a lot of energy is kind of le- just, just released and, and we have much more aliveness, happiness and also pleasure in our body. So, you know,
1: if you have somebody, Andrea, that comes to you that, um, you know, you find out through having a conversation that they've had trauma in their past and it's affecting their ability to get out of the head because what that's what it is isn't it it's getting out of your head that we need to learn how to do Um, you know because it's when we're in our head and we're connecting to um, you know uh, triggers from the past that stops us and you can numb us and make us freeze because our our head is uh, connected to our ego which just wants to keep us safe doesn't it and it wants to um, uh, make sure you're not in any danger or that there's no perceived threat so how do you help them to sort of connect to their body? Is there any specific exercises or step-by-step process you take people through?
2: Yes, absolutely. And and uh, the, the the method, the process you just described—that this is happening when when we have the trauma, we are frozen, uh, or we are just we are disconnected from our body, and our, our mind is creating a. Um, uh survival mechanism, a survival program. And later, it's always just just switching on again, but we don't need, we are not at that uh, that uh, dangerous situation anymore. But our mind is kind of like, like uh, uh, going round and round again. And uh, we, we need to look for uh, the, the reconnection with our body. So I have an Empress O method uh, which is a kind of like step-by-step method to discovering what happened in the past. And um, uh, you don't need to think about that, uh, oh, like a ha- hypnotherapy, I have to remember everything. No, because as I just mentioned, uh, in, a, uh, in our b- mind is around 5 to 7% of our total memory. But in our body, uh, the body memory is... is uh, 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 uh covers everything and, and collects everything and there is a blueprint there. So um, am uh, in a safe space, first, first I, I uh, started to teach how to feel in, safe in our body uh, because uh, uh, only when we are feeling safe then we can be, transform the, the pain, the, the, the threat and the, the, the past traumas. And uh, then when we start to feeling safety, then our body memory starts to coming up, and uh, with our mind we don't need to uh, to remember the memories ex- uh, exactly, but uh, through the body sensations we can absolutely transform uh, these past uh, memories, and then what uh, the energy, uh, this suppressed energy, what was happened before, it's kind of like released, and then we started to feel much more, our sensitivity will be again higher. And it's also very important uh, because I'm working in persons. and what I'm uh, in person, I'm, I'm also doing a very special uh, trauma uh, healing um, uh, massage. And uh, what I realize is that when I'm uh, when I'm uh, I have a trauma in my body and uh, my sensation is 100% at this time, at this moment. Uh, but before I had the trauma, it was, uh, it was uh, uh, much more sensitive just because I, my body was shutting down, then uh, my sensation started to, to decrease. But I remember now, and I can feel that it's 100% right now. And after we shift this uh, old trauma, um, my 100% um, sensation, to let's say two minutes before, uh, was like 2% uh, se- uh, coming back when I, I'm coming back into my full sensation. So it's like when, when we were born uh, from the other, other uh, side, then when we were born we had 100% sensations and the traumas were coming and then the sensation started to decrease lower and lower and lower. And we get used to it. And uh, that's why we don't remember what was before, because we are just, just uh, comparing with, uh, with the little moments before. So therefore, my newborn baby, 100%, maybe now it's 5%. And then when I started to, to shift my old traumas and past uh, wounds, then uh, uh, my sensation starts to increase and I'm feeling more and I, I start to enjoy more in my body.
1: So first of all though, now uh, as part of the process, let's go back to the start. How is it and what is it that you do um, to create that safe space initially? What, what, what's the first, very first stage mm. of that process that you just spoke about?
2: Most of the time, uh, if I'm, I'm asking, where is the safety in your body? uh if you are disconnected then you don't you cannot uh, describe whether where is the safety because uh we got used to feeling safe around in our circumstances for example i have a home i have a uh, i have my family i have a relationship and this gives me safety and uh, we don't know how to feel safe inside. So in this case, we are depending on the other, the others, the outer world gives us safety. So uh, this is also um, a journey and a kind of like body, uh, but embodied meditation. When I'm I'm helping to uh, to find this source, this safety source inside of the body, and then maybe first we need to to see that what is what we what is holding us back to feel safe. What is uh, what is the um, uh, and then start, uh, you know, everyone is, is uh, different. So there are different methods what I'm using. I have more than hundreds methods I'm, I'm combining. So basically, uh, the, the, um, the, the method is that, that somehow finding the way to uh, reconnect with the body and finding the resource of the safety in, within the body.
1: And is that done through, um, you mentioned meditation or is it? visualization is it hypnotherapy what, what, um, and i know you say you, you do lots of different things but generally on the whole what is the most common way yeah. that you or method that you use
2: yeah mainly i'm working more with the body uh, but also holistically and uh, i'm working also with a materialistic person and, and also a very spiritual one or and uh, who is uh, believing in angels so i try to find the uh, the best um, communication way and wordings which helps uh, to feel uh, feel also with this safe and also comfortable to to find so i i'm, I'm looking for the way the the language uh, a common language which is comfortable which is the easiest way and uh, also with the with the with the techniques i'm using but uh, every. everything every time i'm working feeling the sensations working with the five senses and also to just transforming uh, through the sensations and if there is a pain try to, uh, to describe you know the color of the pain and also what is the uh, the, the shape of pain and then then uh, what is the connection maybe memories are coming back and also this is like transforming within the body and uh, and because uh, this is the way how we can shift uh, all the uh, the traumas in the body, and also then uh, then helping in the reconnection, and also discovering like like uh, like first time we are we are touching and, and discovering the sensations in our body.
1: And is uh, is this a, you know a closed eye process? Is it, are people lying down or sitting up or standing up when when you're yeah. you're going through this?
2: process what, yeah. what's the what's the situation look like for the client most of the time it's a uh, sitting and closed eyes because the, uh, with the closed eyes is it's, uh, it's uh, you can you can uh, uh, be more focused on what uh, what is the sensation in your body and also I'm, I'm um, uh, I like to, to work with the shaking method because uh, most of the time as as the energies are suppressed and stuck uh, and there is a numbness with the shaking we can uh, we can elevate the uh, the energies in the body i'm also using gestalt methods uh, which is really really common and also like uh, it's um, uh, like family constellation and also different kind of or touching uh, meditation so when we are in person then i'm also i'm i'm helping uh, to to grow go uh, to shift with the energy in the in the body and also i uh, I, I've been doing um, uh, online and distance healing for a long time, so I can I can absolutely feel and, and uh, help to uh, sometimes through my body help to to transform the uh, the pain or or the blockages in the body.
1: And I was fascinated. The first thing you you mentioned within those uh, things that you've just run through uh, the shaking method. So can you describe a little bit? What, what, what that is, particularly, because uh, I have no idea what that, that would yeah. entail or, or what, what that would be.
2: Yeah, it's amazing. Thank you very much, because I love it. I learned different kind of shakings. So one, one of my favorite meditation, and, and this is a, a moving meditation and, and uh, the dynamic meditation is the uh, Osho Kundalini meditation. The first stage is that you are just standing, and then with closed eyes mainly closed eyes and you just start to bend your knees and uh, start to to feel a little little movement in in, uh, in your uh your knees and then the shaking will arise sometimes you you can start and you know that you you initiate with your your body that that your knees are shaking and so you then just, uh, your whole body starts so, to sorry you just
1: uh, start start to bounce a little bit like you say on your on your feet by moving your knees up and down—is that how it goes?
2: Yes, yes. Uh, Should with um, uh, um, with your your legs and the bend your knees and a little bit a uh, little bit move your your uh, knees and then the shaking will start in your body. So this is one way, and then you can you can do this. And the other one is just you you start to shake your hands, your legs, your your uh, um, your hips, your head. And uh, this is like like you are you are awakening uh, the energies, uh, stuck energies in your body. And uh, after that, when you are doing just for uh, you put the music on, and then you start to shake your your hands and legs, and uh, you started to feel after that you have a lot of energy because you started to shift uh, the uh, the stuck and suppressed energies in your body.
1: Wow, I've not tried that one before. <laughs> yeah. I could see how that would really liven your body up, you know, especially if you've got some good music on to sort of get yourself into the the rhythm of um, bouncing on your knees and having that ripple up through your body and then to start shaking your body around. You know, I suppose it's a bit similar to a dance move, isn't it?
2: Absolutely. Yeah, it's a little bit more intense and it's really good when when you are waking up in the morning and, and in a not so nice mood and then... Uh, I have a long day and I don't have energy, then do it and put, put uh, your favorite music and then you can, you can do a little shaking. Mm. Or in the evening, if you need to work or do something and you are so tired, this is also kind of like a really, really good awakening exercise.
1: Okay, so once you've done the, the, like the awakening exercise, what comes then after that?
2: Yeah, when, uh, when, um, and then when, um, you mean that, that going to the orgasmic state, right? Yes. For example, if someone is, uh, someone is, um, uh, has no, uh, has no orgasm before, then uh, we started to see that what, what uh, could happen when she, she's shutting down the pleasure in her body. So through the body, again, then with a lot of different methods, then then we start to awaken this uh, life force, uh, creative energy, and um, and we are we are also seeing that what is uh, uh, what is what could be the blockage, and the most of the time, uh, of course, there are a lot of belief systems what we are bringing, then there is a fight inside of us. So I'm desiring to. Pleasure in my body, but uh, my mother told me uh, that um, that uh, uh, we shouldn't uh, have, uh, or or the uh, the pleasure is not for women. Or uh, so we we heard some uh, some messages, uh, which uh, which we started to uh, to not to feel or not to enjoy the pleasure and most of the time if i have a, a positive desire but i had a negative uh, imprint from my past then m- mainly the the negative uh, is much more uh, much heavier and i feel that i am not able to direct uh, i'm not able to to uh, lead my body and uh, this kind of fight we start to find these uh, these and then uh, to see uh, whether our consciousness is also through the body what is the uh, what is in the middle and how we can transform into to the pleasure
1: excellent love it because as is there a, an actual um, i'm assuming there must be quite a lot of studies done around um you know how what percentage wise you know how many percentage wise uh, are women affected by not being able to achieve orgasm
2: more than 60%, so around one, uh, uh, one, uh, uh, one women uh, out of three, they have, uh, they have uh, experienced orgasm, and, and more than 60% they haven't. But the pleasure and the orgasmic capacities in our, are all, all of our bodies, so we, we have the birthright to feel pleasure in our body. And uh, it's not, it's absolutely a myth and, and misconception around that uh, that if I, I haven't experienced uh, orgasm uh, that, I, uh, that this is how I will, I will die. And I'm so, I'm so honored to women who are over 40, uh, 40 or maybe 50, 60 when, when they are coming to me and uh, look, I don't want to die without experiencing orgasm. And it's so amazing that in a first session, they are able to open up and feel safe to, to feel pleasure. Because besides of safety, we need to, so the, the first thing that we need to feel safe. So that's why I'm working first with that. The second is uh, that we need to relax. So we, are, we need to come out from our mind and enjoy uh, being in our body so this is the second thing that that most of the time uh, or or the uh, the barrier why we cannot experience orgasm because we cannot relax we are always in our mind we are so stressful and um and uh, also the the third thing that uh, we need to trust we need to trust our uh, our uh, partner and um and if we are alone and most of the time this is also a problem that uh if if I don't have a partner, and I had a I had a survey a few years ago asking that uh, one one of the question was that how is your sexual life? And then I, and the, the answer was that I have no sexual life because I'm single, mm-hmm. and uh, you know I really really surprised on that because uh, because so many women are not touching them their themselves their uh, they uh, because there are a lot of shame around self pleasuring. And um, they are expecting men to make them pleasure, and create pleasure in their body. But uh, most of the time, it's impossible if we are if we don't feel safe, we don't trust in the, uh, our partner, or if we cannot relax because we receive. So men is kind of like giving, uh, and then women we, we are receiving. And for receiving, we need to open up, and we need to relax. So if we are, if I'm stressed, then you know my my muscles are really really in tension, and I'm not able to receive. That's why there are a lot of painful sexual experiences because there is not enough um, um, uh, play foreplay uh, because we need around minimum twenty, but uh, usually forty minutes, and then then I also receive that look. We all, uh, all together. We have twenty minutes, and not you know for for the whole action. Mm-hmm. And so it's like uh, you don't need to think about foreplay, like like you know that 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 uh, man should uh, uh, should um, uh, pleasure in you to be open up. But you can you can start with a with a with a messaging, or you can start with with different other plays. So not just like you know we are going to the bedroom and then. I'm here and you know, you are open, open yourself and man is doing something on you for 40 minutes. So you don't need to think like this, but uh, it's also very, very important that we, uh, we need to be in a role. We need to also be active there. We need to, uh, uh, and, um, and for that, uh, so the, uh, the, the partner uh, trusting in the partner is very important, but also I need to know my body I need to be in my body and if I'm traumatized I'm not in my body therefore I cannot enjoy my body something is happening but maybe I'm not sensing that
1: yeah it's so sad isn't it that um men don't see if I have a problem with masturbating whatsoever you know it's very common isn't it <laughs> amongst you know right from puberty for boys to pleasure themselves all the time whereas for girls it's just, it's a whole new different story isn't it
2: Yes, absolutely. Yeah, 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 And even though we started to discover our body when we when we were a little girl, but most of the time we had some punishment if we, you know, if we we were catched, and uh, and uh, that's why the shame around self pleasuring is is really really deeply in our de- DNA.
1: Yeah, I think even for lads, you know, I think sometimes you know men actually you know end up having that pre um, premature ejaculation problem because of a fear of getting caught by a parent or somebody walking in, so they had to hurry up. Uh. Yeah,
2: yeah, yes, 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 totally agree. Yeah. <laughs>
1: so even, you know, men can have um, problems as a result of carrying a bit of guilt and shame or just, just for wanting to get it done quick so they wouldn't get caught. <laughs> yes around that. So yeah, it very, very interesting topic and subject. Thank you so, so much for sharing all your insights and wisdom about how to have um, or create a orgasmic lifestyle. So what can you share with us that um, maybe was a, you know, before, during and after from a, a client perspective, you know, can you sort of give us a case study as, as to what that woman was like before she came to you, and then what process you took them through, and then how she is now today.
2: Absolutely, and also we were just talking about the bedroom. So the lifestyle is is uh, much more than in the, what happening in the bedroom. Even you know, with our self pleasuring and and having having sex in uh, with our uh, with our partner, because most of the definition around female pleasure or orgasm is like an intense pleasure uh, feeling in the body. Uh, during sexual uh, um, uh, sexual action, and uh, and I can tell that uh, that uh, orgasm and pleasure can be absolutely uh, experienced out of the bathroom for example and uh, uh, with the uh, energy or gas you don't need to touch yourself and the energies or the kundalini energy i'm sure that that the listeners were uh, heard about that the kundalini energy is just moving in the body if you are healing the blockages in your body the energy can flow fluently so you can absolutely feel, or the other, my favorite topic is working with the five senses of pleasure with the five senses. So it's like, if you are eating something, if you are drinking something, if you are just just touching uh, or, or just just hearing something or smelling, then you can absolutely feel uh, and, and experience orgasmic uh, uh, orgasm in your body. And um, so that, uh, with that, you you can absolutely feel anywhere any any anytime in your body and with this life force creative energy you can bring it into all area of your your life so not only just the bedroom not only just the relationship but everywhere you can create you can manifest uh, in your business in your in your relationships in your your uh, your anywhere in your life and uh, my uh, few of my clients uh, experience that uh, came from that uh, they haven't experienced organs or even I had a client who uh, who didn't know what is the, uh, the sexual desire. And then uh, we started from there. So she didn't have any orgasm, even though beyond, she didn't know what the, uh, the desire uh, means. And then uh, we uh, we went through a journey and now uh, she's living in a a harmonious, yeah, and then then they were, most of them, they were not in a relationship. So as they started to radiate from inside and they started to step into their uh, uh, true worthiness, then their radiation uh, were not like, and they were not uh, afraid of, uh, or they didn't feel shame around, showing uh their body their boobs you know with a with a shoulder with you know that showing their their beauty um, um, to the words so they can cre- they could create a harmonious relationship and they are much more successful in their in their uh the work and business as well
1: so it has a knock-on effect to all areas of their life this you know just through healings you know any sort of um trauma from your whether that's from childhood or even adulthood, you can actually have not only a positive knock-on effect in terms of your love life, but like you say, in in your health and your business as well.
2: Absolutely, yeah. Because the lifestyle is, and also what I'm seeing that uh, so many uh, women who are sexually attractive, they are fully showing off. And this is like, um, uh, as I'm also working in a, in a corporate world that, uh, that I could see that what is when, when you are putting something in a, in a window, you know, that I have a harmonious and very happy relationship, but you know, a, a, at home we are fighting all the time. Uh, so this is not, this is absolutely aligned with, the my, uh, with ourselves and what is inside and this is absolutely happening in my world and everywhere. So if I'm changing, you know, my deep inside, I started to be aligned with myself, and started to to true uh, to myself, and um, uh, kind of like peeling uh, what is not me, because a lot of society and family uh, beliefs um, uh, created me, and uh, that's why there is a lot of inner fight because because it's not 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 fully me that, uh, and then. These women are able to show uh, they, who re, uh, they uh, who they really are, and uh, this is absolutely seen and and uh, and you you can feel you can taste it that yeah this woman is okay absolutely okay.
1: Yeah, I think we've all been in a situation maybe you know whether it's a family event or a party or something like that where there's going to be a crowd and somebody walks into the room and everybody turns to look at that person because they have that presence you know whether it's a man or a woman you know they just exude that um either positive or even negative energy <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <Don't they? laughs> and you can just yes feel yes. It. <laughs> yes yes exactly so now i can see that that uh, then then when uh, someone is that absolutely okay with herself and not like like showing something which is not her then then you can you can feel the difference absolutely
1: massively different yeah so thank you so much andrea for sharing your tips around how to create an orgasmic orgasmic i should say lifestyle i've really enjoyed this conversation thank you so much for um uh sharing your insights, your wisdom, and um, your, your own personal story as well. I've really appreciated that.
2: Thank you very much. Thank you very much uh, uh, for inviting me. And, and I'm so happy that I could share this. And I hope that, that uh, all the listeners could, could learn something and could be open to, uh, to find a way how to, to really um, go deep and, and find the, the treasures inside of them.
1: I hope so too. So
2: for the listeners, um, what,
1: what is your best contact information for anybody that would like to get in touch with you, Andrea?
2: Yeah, thank you. I have a website, empressco.online and then you can find everything there and also my social media content.
1: Excellent. And we'll also, as usual, share Andrea's other contact information in the show notes. So if you want to contact Andrea, just go to the show notes and all the information will be in there as well. So thank you very much again, Andrea. Very fascinating conversation today.
2: Thank you for coming. Thank thank you very much. And I'm wishing for all of you having an amazing orgasmic life.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to second that. Have an amazing orgasmic lifestyle. And uh, it just leaves me that now to end, as I normally do with true love starts with opening our hearts. And until
0: next time, goodbye for now. Thanks for listening to the Hearts Entwined podcast. You can follow Lynn via the Facebook group, Two Hearts Entwined, or search Lynn Smith, inspirational speaker at LinkedIn, or email lynn at hearts-entwined.com. That's L-Y-N at hearts-entwined.com. Remember, True love starts with opening our hearts.